0: Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m., Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Hey, welcome to the show and a good Tuesday afternoon to you. Mark Aram in for the Conservative Viking. I'm with you for three full hours tonight, and then we morph, we uh, transition. We shift gears to uh, cover the Democratic uh, presidential debate. Chris Chandler will anchor our coverage starting at 7 p.m. with Bill Crane. So we're going to have some fun for the next three hours. Little Sanjay will join us with Would You Rather. Uh, The big story today in my world and in Smiling Mark McKay's world is the 50th birthday of I-285. 50 years ago today... Low T Chuck I two eighty five opened the uh, the circle around the city, what was originally a bypass around downtown Atlanta and now has become uh, just a fixture. Atlanta traffic open today, so I'm saying it's it's fiftieth birthday. I guess if Eric was on, he would have said, as soon as the first shovel went in the ground, that was when it started, right? Yeah, was that too meta? Was that too deep? Was that too deep, Lotie? <laughs> the first shovel? As soon as the there. shovel I gets in the ground. I know what you did there. That's when 285 became a thing, the first shovel in the ground. I know what you did there. No, no. Right. Anyway, it's 50 years old today. Uh, Russell McMurray, the commissioner of the DOT, will join us in the 6 oh, o'clock cool. hour to uh, talk about the history of 285 and what's coming up on 285, Smile and Mark. 'Cause we got some big stuff there. But I wanted to spend this first hour. Uh because I'm sure if you're listening right now, especially if you're on two eighty five. You probably despise 285. There's no one that is ever like, oh, I can't wait to get on 285, right? I, I mean, said
1: it this morning. We're celebrating, but
0: a lot of people curse that. Right? Yeah, but, but it serves a major function, not the function it was originally intended to. It was originally intended to just keep people out of downtown Atlanta. And I guess it kind of still does it's that. It's still listed as that yes. uh, and when you come up to the interchange. yes yeah. Atlanta's bypass. Atlanta's <laughs> bypass uh but it's i mean it's so much more now and and i i don't like driving on it no. luckily i'm not in uh am drive or pm drive traffic so when i do have to take it it's usually on the weekends or off hours and i don't get stuck in it i never feel comfortable driving on 285 It's just, you know, it's, it's the, you know, it's a crapshoot sometimes. The multi-lane and... Yeah. Get some speed up. It could be troublesome. Exactly. So what I wanted to do today was talk about 285 memories in this first hour, good or bad. Um, You know, experiences, crazy experiences you might have had. You know, just a couple of months ago, Deb Green, we had that cash truck on 285. Yes. Oh, yeah, on the top end. That right? was That's Yeah, right. that was notable. We've had a plane crash on 285. Mark McKay posted a video of cows loose on 285 today from not that long ago. So good and bad experiences of 285. I'd love to hear from you. 404 1-800-WSB-TALK. Uh, the queen of Atlanta television out in the newsroom right now, Monica Pearson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nee Kaufman, formerly Anna Kaufman of Channel 2. And I asked her if she wanted to, uh, if she had any 285 stories she wanted to share on the air. She's like, no. And I was, she's like, but i tell you what I did when she first moved to Atlanta. So, ni- so, 285 opened in 1969. It was two lanes in each way, Chuck. So, think about that. It was just, it was like Peachtree Street around the city. It's grown to five lanes in most areas now. So, when Monica moved to, uh, Atlanta, I guess it was in the 70s, Mark, uh, in order to learn the area, this is, this is pretty amazing. This is why she's a legend. Every Every day or every weekend, whatever it was, she would drive 285 and get off a new exit. Like, all right, I'm going to get off at Covington Highway, and she would drive it out as far as she could to learn the areas, the surface streets, the neighborhoods, get back on 285, go up, get off at Memorial Drive, take the Memorial Drive. And that's how she learned Atlanta was it was a 285 tutorial. Similar to what Captain Herb had me do when I first started here, because I was A, new to Atlanta, B, never reported on traffic, and C, um, and was a damn Yankee. All right, so I had I three strikes against me in Captain Herb's mind, and he made me drive all the interstates. Committed to their crafts. Yeah, he's like, like I want this, Herb. this weekend, oh. I want you to drive every interstate. And I'm going to quiz you on Monday. I was like, and Herb also said, you don't call it the top end, you call it the north side. North side
1: because if you're having to talk about Bottom end, yeah.
0: it would be Clayton County. Yeah, I just didn't want to do it. you don't want to, you it's, know it's going to, to be a do. bottom end. That's insulting. So, north
1: side perimeter, south
0: side perimeter. So Smilin and I will always refer to it as we the will, north side or south side, yes, sir. east or west side. So uh, I, I'm glad you hear Smilin. Smilin's not usually here at Longoria. He came in special to talk about 285. Oh. That's the affection that you have. Uh, I want you to think about uh, some 285 stories that you've seen in the chopper. My, I, I don't fly in the chopper anymore, and I, kinda, I miss it on occasion. Because it was fun. I couldn't do it every day, what you and Doug do. That, it's just its a, an exhausting experience. It's exhilarating. Enjoyable. But exhausting. Yeah. One time I was filling in for Captain Herb, Deb, and I'll never forget. It was 285 at Cascade Road, Smiling, which is the southwest perimeter, and we we're following a police chase. And I was filling in for Captain Herb, and I don't know. I and mean, maybe it was Jason Durden was in the back working the camera, and... The the It was a, a truck or an SUV was getting chased by the police, and it got into a crash, and the driver of the SUV didn't have his seatbelt on, and he flew out the driver's side window. He was going south on 285, flew out of the window onto the northbound side of, seven, of 285, and was struck by a truck. And I'd been doing traffic for like eight days. I was like, oh, my God, what did I just see? It was horrible.
1: If you've been doing it as long as we have, it happened at the 400 interchange yeah. as well. They were chasing somebody forward or south, hit that on-ramp to go 285 west. The SUV flipped and um, inject it into the eastbound area. Right.
0: Well, we'll we'll have more pleasant yeah, stories coming yeah, up. I didn't mean to bring us down. Doug Turnbull now mans the Skycopter every afternoon drive, traffic every six minutes. Doug, before you give us the traffic update, any 285 stories stand out to you? I,
2: I think the number one one that Milo and I were both on was, uh, unfortunately, that plane crash that happened there four years ago at 285 at Peachtree Industrial, and that pilot had taken evasive maneuvers there. He ran the plane right into the wall
3: when he realized he wasn't going to make it if he
0: tried to clear the wall, he would have landed into traffic. He mentioned, uh, Smiling, that plane crash. I I was not working. That was an afternoon drive kind of thing. Um, What what happened there? It was an hour after I had finished morning drive. Yeah.
1: I was on the the Pill Hill at at some medical facility, got out, heard uh, Sabrina Cupid break in. Yeah. And I immediately said, I can get there. And literally, I got to the intersection of Peachtree Industrial Boulevard and 285 East, worked my way into what ended up being the media zone. And I was... With an arm's length of uh, the still smoldering uh, plane that had crashed.
0: I remember 1998, there was a plane crash on 400. This is 285 related. And back then we had the Skyplane as well, Deb Green. So we had the Chopper and the WSB Skyplane. And a former coworker of ours was flying in the Skyplane. And I remember I was driving. I was working for the Marietta Daily Journal. I was covering a football game, driving to a football game in East Cobb, I don't know, and uh, maybe Walton High School. And I'm listening to WSB Radio's traffic reports. And I'm, I'm working morning drive on traffic, so I'm tuned in. And it was after seven, so it was just the sky plane that was up smiling, and a plane crashed on four. I'm not going to say your name, but this was the extent of uh, this traffic uh, tra- traffic reporter's report on the on the crash of the plane. She goes. Oh my Lord. Oh my Lord. Oh my Lord Like just kept I was like, what's going on? A plane had crashed on Georgia four hundred. So there you go. Four oh four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred wsb talk. Mark Ehrman smiling Mark McKay in studio for Eric Erickson. Kirk joins us on the program. Hello, Kirk.
4: Hey, I tell you the funniest story was when uh, watching the Braves game and Pascual Perez did not show up to pitch and uh, they found out that he got lost on 285 and just rode around 285 like two times before that, he finally figured out how to get That, to that is my funniest
0: 285 story. story So Pasqual Perez uh, from the Dominican Republic yep. I believe mm-hmm. and was trying to get to Fulton County Stadium which we all, of course is downtown off the connector and he kept driving around 285 looking for the exit to the, the stadium and missed the game out of have showed Missed up. his start Missed his, his start yep. Yeah that's what, Rest in peace by yeah, the way Pasqual yes. left us not too, That's my favorite 285 story But I get it It's like uh, What was that that scene in uh, European Vacation, where where Clark Griswold, yeah, Yeah, Big Big Ben, Ben, Parliament, Parliament. (laughs) like so. I've been stuck on 285, where I couldn't get off to the exit, because some of those exits are tough, like 285 West in Cobb County, trying to get to the 75 exit, and it's like, SunTrust Park, Smyrna, all right, you know, it's like, I gotta gotta loop around, SunTrust Park, Smyrna, I gotta keep, I feel like Clark Griswold sometimes. Buzz joins us on the program, what's cooking, Buzz?
4: Hey there! When we were in high school, they were building 285, and one of the first slabs was between Smyrna and Sandy Springs. So right where Cobb Parkway, us fellas with our cars, we get on that slab and see how fast we could go. And I was in my little Chevy two Nova, my parents, and I got it up to 115. Oh my goodness! And I started shaking, but I had some friends that had one of those Plymouths with that wing on the back there, and it was, uh, it was just like a drag race to uh, go, and there was just a slab of cement. We just w- went as fast as we could go.
0: That's, uh, well, the, the ignorance of use, I guess, right? Like, it, uh, you know, it, I've it, d- it was. Yeah, I did that. And so, you know, we had the super speeder story on Georgia 400. These, that, one, that one guy, a kid, I guess, was drunk. He was going 130. Yeah. There's an interesting video. I believe Deborah Green pulled it for me, where Georgia Tech engineering students went out and basically um, got in a line. With, all, like, six cars. And they
5: all did the speed limit? And they all yeah. did the
0: speed limit. And just the, the traffic stacked up behind them. It was a crazy, like, experiment of how traffic works and how going the speed limit. While everyone was backed up, like, it didn't stop. Like, everyone was going 55 miles an hour. Love the, the DOT, but the uh, the
1: experiments uh, with the digital speed limits when you're <laughs> you're yeah. sitting in stop traffic. Yeah, exactly.
0: You, you can go 50 miles an yeah. hour when you're going 20. Good luck, exactly. Buck joins us on the Mark Aram Show. What's up, Buck?
4: Hey, can you
0: hear me now? Perfect, buddy. Hey, sweet.
4: Uh, back when I was about five or six, my dad took me flying tights on Interstate 285 right in front of the old BOP plant. And that was about 1960 to 61-ish. And what had happened was they had, uh, there were no power lines there. He was a electrical engineer, and they had condemned the property that was in front of the BOP plant where they just
3: parked cars. By you know, Buck, I really, uh,
0: all I heard was he put you in tights and there was a BLT plant. And I don't think that was the story. Bacon, lettuce, tomato? Yeah. I would love to go to a BLT plant. Um... <laughs> But if you can call back, Buck, I, I I thought I could hear you well, but I couldn't. All right, your uh, two eighty five stories, good and bad. I'm trying to remember Smiling back in Snowmageddon, one of the worst uh, traffic stories. That stands out, yeah. To it, but I I don't remember two eighty five being as bad as like seventy five. It oh, was. Yeah. Yeah. I can give you a story. Maybe I've blocked I it got out. Your story after the break. All yes. right, Smiling with a good tease, a Snowmageddon tease. When we come back, two eighty five turns fifty years old today. Your best and worst stories of the old Perimeter Highway, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, on Twitter and Instagram, at at Mark Arum. In for Eric Erickson, it's Atlanta's Evening News on 95.5 WSB. 50th birthday of I-285 today. Russell McMurray, commissioner of the DOT, will join us in the 6 o'clock hour to talk about the history. Mark McKay, live in studio here with Mark Aram filling in for Eric Erickson. Your 285 Tales of Woe or of Joy. We've had a number of babies born on 285, Mark McKay. Yeah, we have. I think if, you're, if your baby is born on the freeway... It should be a rule. You have to name it the closest exit to you. You know, like <laughs> this. Is, yeah, this is my buddy. Sha- this is my baby shallowford <laughs> This is my. This is my daughter North Loop. <laughs> you know that I think that should be the law. If you're born on the freeway, you have to name the kid after the freeway. Uh, Bobby joins us on Atlanta's Evening News. What's going on, Bobby? Hey, how you doing?
3: Excellent. So my favorite. My uh, favorite 285 story was I used to work at a nightclub in the early 90s downtown called Petrus and cashier hands me uh the phone i was the doorman and someone with a heavy accent had asked for directions to the club and i said well where are you coming from and they said lithuania <laughs> and I, went, <laughs> I said you mean uh you mean lithuania <laughs> and the person was yes yes Lithonia. and i said oh it's real simple just get on uh i20 west when you get to 285 go north and then when you get to the end of 285 oh no Take a right. We're the second place <laughs> down on the left.
0: And three hours later, the person called back very angry. And then he I'm shot kidding. you. And then and that's why the club closed <laughs> down. What was the name of the club? Tetris. 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 With a T or P?
3: P. Oh. Right. Corner of Peace Train Fourteenth. It's where Opera is now.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, wait, that's Opera used to be on ago. Crescent. All right. I'm so far out of it. I appreciate it, Bobby. Smiling Sm- to
1: it. S- uh, Snowmageddon
0: story. Yeah, yeah. Snowmageddon. So the uh,
1: the morning after the storm moved through, uh, Captain Herb took a break, and I, I was up in the Skycopter uh, later that morning. Yeah. An incredible sight between Sandy Springs and Smyrna because 285 westbound has a bit of an elevation near the I-75, yep. so everyone was stuck behind that. But the outpouring of the families that came out from the Dunwoody neighborhood, Sandy Springs neighborhood, to bring food and supplies to folks who literally were stuck until the snowplows could get in there and do their work with the sand and uh, and salt on those ramps that were holding so everybody. You were,
0: so how high do you fly in the chopper? About a thousand feet. So you were too high. You, what looked like to you, they were bringing out food and... and- they were actually looting the cars that oh, were they, stranded there, I yeah. Those that. Sandy Springs families were That's breaking the windows and stealing But to see there, car that radios. many people
1: that were stuck all, and it was the morning yeah. after, they uh. had been
0: there all night long, couldn't go anywhere because of the elevation of 285 West near the I yeah. 75 anywhere, there yeah. anywhere there's a hill. Anywhere uh, there's a hill. Rhonda's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Rhonda.
6: Well, hello, Mark. How are you?
0: Excellent. What's going on?
6: Well, I wanted to tell you, back uh, probably in the early 80s, when I was about 21 years old, I worked for one of the uh, premier... Outdoor Outfitters in Atlanta on Powers Ferry Road. Had to go buy office supplies, jumped in my boss's truck, got on 285, and about the time I got on to 285 headed toward Cumberland, I see his kayak come flying off
3: the top of the truck.
6: I pull over. I'm standing there freaking out. Oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? Meantime, trucks are coming by, hitting the kayak. It's bouncing all over 285. And I actually thought, Maybe I'll just walk out there when no, I see it clear. Rhonda. I'm 61 years old today because I decided that wasn't a good yeah, idea. Yeah, never. I mean,
0: it's <laughs> a kayak. I mean, it's different if it was like I can't I'm not yeah, even to say but what
6: it was my bosses. I'm like, I, oh, my I'm yeah, young.
0: I'm going to lose my job. Would you rather but, be fired or flattened? That that's the question right there, Rhonda. Thank you for the story. 285 turns 50 years old today, and it's going to get bigger. We'll discuss that later on in the broadcast. Your tales of woe and joy. On the old perimeter highway, 4048720751800 zero seven fifty one eight hundred. WSB Talk. Mark Aram and Mark McKay in for Eric Erickson on Atlanta's Evening News. Sixty nine degrees on Peachtree Street, Longoria. That means a three on the Mark Aram Show back sweat. Will it ever be zero? Yeah, yeah, I think we got to get uh, below, what do you say, Smollin', 16 degrees, and there's no <laughs> yeah. chance I'm going to sweat. 16? <laughs> I, sw- I, I walk the dogs before the show, I can so, I, 16 so I, I sweat it's a little humid. bit. It's a, it's a cool humidity. Yeah, but you sweat because you're you you know you're bulked up in all that Eskimo gear, <laughs> it's the stoic the Eskimo. Um, anyway, Airman for Erickson, I'm with you till 7, and then Chris Chandler back from uh, the Merle Awards, where Jamie Dupree... 2.0 on a Murrow war. That's fantastic. So he's going to do our pre-debate coverage starting at seven. We're going to have some fun tonight. Until then, talking about 285's fiftieth birthday. Mark McKay, uh, smiling. Mark McKay, excuse me, uh, joins us in studio. Taking your best and worst remembrances of the Perimeter Highway. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB. Talk. We mentioned the cows. We mentioned the cash truck. We mentioned the plane down. We mentioned Snowmageddon. What are we forgetting on 285? Because for, for smiling at myself, it's a blur. Like Atlanta traffic. It, every it,
1: day is something different.
0: Yeah, every day is something different. So, what do you remember, good or bad, about I 285 as it celebrates its 50th birthday? Uh, speaking of 50th birthday, uh, Deb found a story about midlife crises. Yeah. Crises. We're going to talk about that later on. Okay.
1: There are myths myth, Being Smiley. on 285 in the morning and the afternoon will give you a midlife Yeah, exactly. Crisis, even but even it's inter-
0: an interesting story. Speaking of uh, turning okay. mid 50s or whatever, George joins us on the Mark Aaron show. Hello, George. Hello. What's going on,
4: buddy? I'm going to take you. I'm going to take you back to '63 when the perimeter highway was just a line on a on a pl- a uh, plan. Just when on you, a, on a I map. Was
5: doing
4: the major, yeah, and I was doing the major thoroughfare plan for Atlanta. And after I made the improvements that I thought were necessary, we had to go up to Athens to the University of Georgia to run the program to see how traffic loaded on it. The entire west side of the perimeter highway was red, telling us that the traffic was overloaded. Then, but the state highway department
0: built it that way, and so what was your and, job, Jack? Well, back then, what what was your title? What I, was, were you doing? I, was, I was a I was a planner for the city of Atlanta. Oh, so the city of Atlanta was was in on the mix here. And... Well, I was doing the major thoroughfare
4: plan for Atlanta, mm-hmm. and when they loaded it up and up in Athens. The perimeter was on it too, Interesting. and so I could I could see that it was all red on the west side, and that's not good. And I knew they were going to have problems if they built it that way, and they did build it that way. And that was back in the days of state highway department.
0: Well, luckily now it's red all the all the time, everywhere. It's not just the west side that's red. So if you have a problem with the two eighty five, don't blame George because he said, "Listen, it's red on the west side." Well, George, you you were part of a historic uh, thing in, in in Metro Atlanta. George
4: likes his chicken spicy. George,
0: do you like your well, chicken I like spicy? To think so <laughs> do you like spicy oh, yeah. chicken? Oh yeah, George. Excellent, buddy. I appreciate the call.
1: Uh, Mark, you, you're really good at putting archive photos out in your social media when yes. it comes to Atlanta, and you've done the Downtown Connector. Think if the Downtown Connector and the state capitol is the center of da- Atlanta back in the day. Lenox Mall was in the country. Yeah. 285 was even further out than that. Exactly
0: right. And it was two lanes around for a long time, and that wasn't going to last. I, w- I wish I was around when 285 was two lanes. Just to see what it was like. You know, two lanes in each direction. It wasn't one lane in each direction, but that would have been an interesting uh, circle around the city. Taylor joins us on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Taylor.
6: Hey, guys. How are you? What's
0: going on, T-Bone?
6: Oh, not much. I'm driving on 316. A- excellent. <laughs> so, I actually have a good story about 285. Um, so about 13 years ago, uh, my husband and I were just dating, and we had gone to, see, to go see Nine Inch Nails and the house play. Well, 99X still existed at that time. So instead of going straight back home when we lived in Norcross, we just took the extra time and went around the entire perimeter to listen to a special airing of uh, Nine Inch Nails and Bauhaus doing a little set for them. And it was it was really cool.
0: That's a great memory. Not, I don't often equate uh, Nine Inch Nails with 285, but uh, I think Ludacris filmed uh, one of his videos on 285. Stank on you? I didn't. I
5: didn't. <laughs> what?
0: You have us all? No, yet. no. I'm not saying that's not ludicrous. Did stank on you? But was it stank on you? Um, they filmed part of that on 285.
5: Possibly.
0: You're my musical expert, by the way. Look at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame notifications today. I, don't, I can't. Oh, Depeche, Depeche Mode. Mode. Oh, I thought you were nice. just flashing me your yes. Boobs. Yes. She's <laughs> like yeah. Hey, look at that. Yeah, love. She's, wearing, she's wearing a Depeche Mode <laughs> shirt. They better get it. But there's so many worthy. They've candidates. already been snubbed. You don't think they're getting in? alright Uh four oh four eight seven two zero seven fifty. Smiling's blushing after that exi- exhibit by Deb Green. Uh, Chris is on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Chris. Hey, guys. How you doing? What's up, buddy? Not much, man. Bravo on your intro
4: and outro music. I love the hip-hop. Thank um, you, sir. So I've, I've, I've got, a, uh, I got a two-part. My, my least favorite part is that I have to use 285. Mm-hmm. Um, and my second least favorite part was... About 10 years ago I was driving a work van with three 12-foot ladders, you know, strapped to the top. One was facing the wrong direction, so it, you know, the aerodynamics, you know, snapped the uh the zip ties that my boss told me to put down. Oh no. And as I'm driving at 60 miles an hour with a, you know, bunch of people behind me, you know, the thing I hear, I hear a pop, I look in my rear-view mirror and I see my 12-foot
7: ladder skid on
0: the highway. I, I got a question to ask. Oh, I'll smile in a second, but let's check in with Doug Turnbull and the Skycopter. Uh, to me, in morning drive, I, I think we're getting less reports of ladders in the road than we did 15 years ago. Do you guys agree or disagree? I agree. Yeah. What do you think, Doug? that seems like it,
2: yeah. Although there's other oh, garbage that seems to fall out of cars
0: <laughs> these days. <laughs> Celebrating 285's 50th birthday with Patrick on the Mark Aram Show. Patrick, how are you, sir? Hey, I'm very well. Uh, so there was a couple two quick things. Um,
3: one, you know, someone's not from around here if they call it the two eighty five.
1: I hate that one when,
0: when you know, uh, like it's he, the LA thing, isn't
3: it?
1: Well, the four hundred five, the,
0: the yeah. four hundred. Yeah. Like when when big ad yeah. agencies out of New York or LA do an yeah. ad for so, for a product, like if you're driving on the four hundred, stop off it. It's like oh, know your market. We, we don't thing. say
3: yeah. that down here. No. Right. no. Um, yeah. So I, let's see. Um, You know i i grew up going on on 25 um i remember all the things that you guys were talking about you know the the bad crashes that you know over the years the the spectacular ones and you know and um and i remember uh, the sunday after um captain herb passed um i think it was kim mccarthy and and bortz Mm -hmm. doing a remembrance show and um you know, Kim McCarthy uh, Anyway, I just want to say that if you live in Atlanta, you know, your heart is always with uh, Captain Herb. Yeah, and, uh, and 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 that's to me when I think about 285. When I think about you know Atlanta in general traffic, that's who I think of. Absolutely. And I wanted to say that. Well, well
0: Captain that's Herb, great. I appreciate it, Patrick. Captain Herb. So obviously a big NASCAR fan, and he just looked at 285 like a racetrack. Like he, <laughs> that's why he loved high speed chases. <laughs> He he loved them because he felt like he was calling a NASCAR race. All right, he's taking the turn on you know, like just like he he lived for those things. That that was. Uh, and you
1: think new traffic reporters have trouble with the inner and the outer? The motorists probably do too. Which yeah. direction? Because we're taking calls for our traffic. Which which way are you heading? And it's yeah. uh, it can be confusing where east
0: turns into north and south sure. and such. So you got to uh, double identify Longoria two eighty five eastbound the outer loop at Flat Shoals Road. Is where Loti lost his virginity. So wow. when, when okay. you do that, you've got to double identify yeah. what is going on when you tell that story. Gene is up next on the Mark Hamill show. Hello, Gene. Hey, Mark. Hi, oh, Gene. Up there. I call you buddy. Absolutely. Hey, Man, buddy. Man, it's great to talk to
8: you.
3: Hey, I uh, wanted to give you just a little history about the around where Powers Ferry, you know, the old one lane steel truss bridge crossed, and my uncle Gene was a judge and. In, in Atlanta, he was the court of
8: uh, judge of Court of Ordinary, and he used to always say on the year plus three, he was born in 1897. And wow. He owned the land. He and Mr. Sibley, he was a judge in Marietta, and uh, they owned the land from Powers Ferry to
3: Johnson Ferry, and at the time, they were both one-lane bridges. Now, uh, Powers Ferry, you could only go one at a time, but Johnson Ferry, you could go two at a time. You know, it was a little wider, but when, but he uh, owned on the Cobb side uh, all the way. Uh, let let, let uh, me
0: let me jump in real quick. Please tell me he uh he got rich selling that land. Please tell me like you you don't even have to work anymore. You got this big yeah, trust. Yeah,
3: donated it all to Barry College.
0: <laughs> oh, that's sweet but sad for you. Gene, I appreciate the call 404 872 one 800 WSB Talk. So Smiley Mark McKay owns about 800 acres in Buckhead still. Oh, yeah, sure. Don't donate that to Barry College, man. Okay, you, you donate like. that to me. Sure will. The king of Buckhead, Smiley Mark McKay. Oh, yeah. Coming back uh, 285 remember Continues continue four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB talk. You can find me on Twitter at Mark Aram and Instagram at Mark Aram. Smiling, where are you at on social media? All over the place. <laughs> <laughs> give, give us your handle, buddy. <laughs> McKay WSB on yeah. Twitter. Let's just there go, you go. With that just one right mark, there. Just search Smiling Mark McKay. There you go. Birthday party for two eighty five. The grand old perimeter turns fifty years old today. Your thoughts. Good stories, bad stories on I-285 at 404 750 Joyce joins Mark Aram and Mark McKay on the Evening News. How are you, Joyce?
6: Hey, Mark. I'm good. Thank you.
0: What's on your mind?
6: Well, I just wanted to tell you, when I was 15 years old and just learning to drive, they were um, building 285 uh, around Ashford-Dunwoody on the top side, I'm sorry, the north side. There you go. And and so my dad, it went about a mile and a half either way from Ashford-Dunwoody, So my dad used to take me out there and teach me how to, to, you know, get on, accelerate, all that kind of thing, because nobody was really on there because it didn't go anywhere.
1: I would be scared to death to be a student driver on I-285 in this day and age. How about (laughs) it, guys? Oh, my.
0: Goodness. When I was uh, learning to drive in Connecticut, they took me on I-84, which to me was the biggest freeway in the history of the world, and it's like three lanes, and I remember freaking out. So I always think about that, like student drivers in Atlanta going on 75 in Cobb, where it's nine lanes. Like, can you, like I would be petrified in fear yeah. if I was learning to, to drive then. It's hard to believe it's the same
6: road that it
5: was then. No indeed,
0: no. indeed. Indeed. Uh, 285. Used to be cow pastures, Mark McKay. Wayne, Atlanta's to take all the truck traffic around, and now the truck traffic dictates that.
1: And how many times do you and I wake up in the morning to an overturned tractor trailer? And as we say, as 285 goes, so many so, commutes. Yeah.
0: How 285 is, in, it, whatever traffic is on 285, Longoria, affects all the interstates. I'm dropping traffic knowledge on you, Longoria. Okay. We're going to tra- take it we're, in. We're going to have you do weekend overnights too, traffic. Uh, Jim's up next on the Mark Aaron show. Hello, Jim. Hey, good evening. How are you? Excellent. What's cooking, buddy?
4: Uh, one personal experience and then two quick historical points. I can do it all in less than three minutes.
0: My man. Well, he got a minute and a half. How about that? All
4: right. Uh, this would have been the winter of 68, so thank goodness the 285 was not completed as uh, my young lady friend and I at the time were leaving south to Cab County to go to Sandy Springs for a basketball game. And when I picked her up, it was mighty cool, and it was starting to rain, and this is before the, the Moreland uh, Spaghetti Junction interchange. You go north on 85 and exit to the right and do a hairpin to merge back into 285 Bridge over 85. Okay. As I did the merge, guess what? The old bridge was iced over, oh. and I did two complete loops in the middle of 285. And when I came to a rest, I was pointing in the wrong direction. So thank goodness it wasn't completed. And in that time of the year and night, it wasn't much traffic.
0: Did the, did the little lady break up with you after that?
4: No but neither one of us could talk for
0: about an hour. She, yeah, that that's I mean listen if you have a a a scary experience like that not just on d 5 but any it's uh it can it can rattle Shake your you your up. bones, smiling, rattle your bones. 285 turns 50. We'll come back with more of your tales. Little Sanjay is going to join us with Would You Rather as well. And at 6 p.m., Russell McMurray, the commish of the DOT, will join us talking about 285's past and its future. 404 872 750 wsb talk On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram airman for Erickson, this is Atlanta's Evening News on 95.5 WSB. Nine minutes after 5 o'clock, this is Atlanta's Evening News filling in for the conservative Viking, Eric Erickson. I'll be with you till 7 in the p.m. tonight. And then our Democratic debate coverage kicks off with Chris Chandler and Bill Crane. We will have the debate live here on WSB Radio and, of course, post-debate recap and analysis tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade. Mark McKay in studio with me here as we uh, are celebrating... In quotes, the 50th uh, birthday of I-285, 50 years ago today, they, uh, they, they cut the ribbon, smiling 64 Mark 64 miles around the capital city. That's right. At 2 million people a day, Deb Green, roll along I-285. Some amazing 285 stats. We'll talk about that. Russell McMurray, the commissioner from the DOT, will join us in exactly one hour. But I want to hear your uh, best and worst tales of I-285, because it can be friend or foe. It can. It's a, it's a friend to me. So I live in northwest Atlanta and if I gonna get to, get to the airport, the downtown connector, you know, twenty two hours of the day it's awful. But I can scoot over to Bolton Road, get on two eighty five south, get down to Camp Creek or Lankford Parkway, boom, miss all that. So a lot of times two eighty five is my friend. Unfortunately 285 can also be the foe. Well,
1: with the volume that we have now, especially across the northern suburbs, this, that Smyrna to Sandy Springs commute, and you restrict lanes with all the construction with the 400 yeah. project. A uh, lot of folks, and I've got, I have folks who live, and there's a lot of growth that came out of the word perimeter in that area of Dunwoody. Sure. But that is gridlocked
0: right oh, now. Ask for Dunwoody
1: Road. I, Just trying to get onto the on the perimeter
0: either. highway can be 45 minutes. Uh, luckily, you point. have a helicopter at your disposal. You don't have to sit in that, McKay. Lancaster joins us on the program. What's going on? Lancaster, how you doing, Mark? Love the name, my friend. I love that name. That's me. That, hey, I was that used to be my favorite. Uh, that used to be my favorite chewing tobacco back in the day, that's Lancaster. Right. Yeah,
2: that's right. Had a sweet flavor. Exactly to right. It. Here, I've got three of them. The most memorable is the uh, earliest one. That's going to be uh, the time of Captain Herb's passing. Uh, everyone rode around 285 with their headlights on.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah. And I remember all the people riding on the back of their windows, yep. resting peace Captain herb. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yep. What else that's you got? Memorable to me. I mean, he he you guys are just carrying his legacy on. Correct. He, got, he was a he was a visionary. He knew what we were going to be getting into.
0: Exactly right.
2: You know, the uh the second one goes back I remember uh, I worked on the northwest side up off of Swanee, Lawrenceville, Swanee, and I lived in Griffin at the time, 77-mile commute every day, back and forth, Ooh. early early morning, late evening. I worked a day and a half every day, uh, 9-11, when they closed the airports and I was on my way home. Uh, 77 miles took me an hour and 15 minutes to get home.
0: Oh my goodness gracious. I um,
2: mean there were less than they were less than 1% vehicles on on the on the 285
0: run. Unbelievable. Lancaster always a pleasure my friend 404 872 WSB Talk. It's time. Now. For Would You Rather with Little Sanjay. He is the guru, the soothsayer, the truth seeker, the asker of unanswerable questions. He joins us every Tuesday and Thursday on the Mark Arab Show. He's Big Sanjay with Would You Rather on the uh, 50th birthday of 285. Sanjay's going to ask us questions. We're going to answer them in studio. Please answer along in your car. Mark Riquet is going to play as well, Sanjay. Uh, What's the first question, buddy? All right, number one, would you rather lose just your sight
9: or all of your other senses, but keep your sight.
0: I would rather lose my sight and keep all my other senses. Hmm. Like the sense of touch, right? That's a sense. I mean, yes. Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. Lose my sight and keep all the others. Taste, touch, smell, hearing,
5: I could get rid of smell and taste, but yeah. not hearing. I'd go crazy. Yeah, you would yeah. go crazy. So all right, I so you losing your sight. Smiling,
0: sights. I mean, I I need. You'd be to useless in the surprises. helicopter. Yeah. So actually, there was a there's a blind traffic reporter in Long Island, New York. Um, he uh, he's friends with Chris Egan. Okay. And Tad. Yeah, he's okay. that's actually pretty cool. So you actually could still do it, smiling, just not that's in the chopper. Chuck, sight or all your other senses. We'll lose my sight. Really? That's You'll never see many. your beautiful daughter's face again. Longoria. I lose my sight. You lose your sight? Yeah. Next question, Sanjay. All right. Would you rather give up fast food
9: or give up the internet?
0: Oh, man. That is directed solely at me. Um, Yep. Uh, waffle House is included.
7: Nah,
9: Waffle House is not, not, fast, not food, fast food. Shut
0: up. You you're getting a revolt on your hand here, Silky. Um, no, Waffle <laughs> House doesn't count. I'm going to give up fast food. I'm gonna get, uh, it's probably healthier for me, so I'm going to give it up.
5: Any fast food anyways. It's yeah. fine.
0: Yeah, smiling. I've been off fast food since Labor Day. I've yeah. quickly weight loss. Episode. How much have you lost so far? 27. Pounds. You look fantastic, oh, by you. the way. Thank you. You look fantastic. Thank you. Uh, Low T, Chuck. Does fast food include the speed of the animals I hunt? <laughs> No, because you you hunt the slow ones. If you're lucky yeah. at all, you get the slow you ones. Least, funny. You only shoot the Of course, I,
3: of course, of course, I'm giving up fast food. Yeah,
0: fast oh, food. Yeah. All right. Uh, what What about enchiladas or internet? Internet. Really? <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! Nope. Such a garbage food too. All right. Next question, Sanjay. Right. I'm going to tell my grandmother. On you that said same that same
9: note, on that same note, would you rather be starving, like like how you felt after not eating for 24 hours, Yom Kippur, or yeah? or painfully full all the time for the rest of your life. Painfully full.
0: Yeah. Painfully full. Have you
9: ever been painfully fu- yeah, I know you have Yeah, every weekend.
0: Oh, yeah. Every
1: Saturday. Every Saturday, yeah.
5: <laughs> I'll starve.
1: You'll starve? I was never a big fan of like over uh, just feeling like oh no, I'd, I'd rather but be the starving feeling? That's all I'm, I'm awful. okay with that. You're okay with that. that? A okay. Chuck? Yeah.
0: yeah I'll go with the starving feeling. All right.
3: Movie. No, I'm gonna go full
0: yeah, yeah. Gloria. <laughs> Boom. My man. All right. I can't
3: handle
0: that. Uh Sanjay Next All question. Right, next
9: question. Would you rather never have a hangover again?
0: Or never get a cold or fl- the flu again. Never get a cold or flu. I'm rarely hungover. I rarely drink. When I do, I drink water and I'm okay.
5: Yeah, I can kind of handle a hangover, but if I, I don't like getting sick.
0: Yeah, getting sick stinks. Especially around here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way.
1: I mean, I think we're all at that age right now where we can... Uh, that was what we used to do. No, yeah.
0: I, um, I tried to. We and just and got a flu shot, too. Yeah. I did, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Low T, never hungover or never have a cold?
3: I would have said the never a hangover, but since my daughter goes a day Karen is now a walking petri dish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I gotta go cold. Well, you,
0: I would say you're the biggest drinker of the bananas. Yeah, right? Oh, I mean, absolutely. Yeah, but that. But little... how often are you hungover? I wouldn't think that much, but, uh, right? Well, not much because drink... he's used to it. Yeah, yeah say when I mean, he yeah. drink as much. We too. can all afford good alcohol now. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> none of that. Uh, exactly, b- no Mr. Plastic Boston's bottles. vodka. Yeah, <laughs> pop off. Uh, Schlongoria. Um, I never, I don't want to have a hangover, so. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, you never call on sick anyway. You're stoic, so that's a good one. Next question, Sanjay. All right, this is the last one. Would
9: you rather invent something inconsequential, like post-it notes, but be remembered for a thousand years, or invent something that changes human history, like maybe penicillin, but not be remembered for it even for a year?
0: So, Silky, going deep on the last one. Um... I'm going to take the high road, invent something significant, and not be remembered. Post-it notes are significant. Yeah, yeah everyone I, uses them. I understand. Well, yeah, in mean, his example. <laughs> in his example. So, yeah, I'm going to go penicillin and not be remembered. I
5: don't need the attention, so I'll invent something that everyone uses, because yeah. eventually they'll look it up on Wikipedia.
0: Exactly. Oh, good point. Yeah, I'm with you on that, <laughs> too, <tip>, right? <laughs> I let, uh, let my work and myself... Yeah, you don't, you don't need the notoriety, no. Smiling. Mm-hmm. Chuck, you want the notoriety. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I invent
3: <laughs> something like that. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm with Chuck. That's though. low-T Chuck. He invented... <laughs> he uh Yeah, whatever. He invented the chip clip? Is that what you yeah, the That's dumbest shit. invention Life ever change. it doesn't do a, anything that was the hell of a hell even Longoria uh, Longori invented cascajone <laughs> yeah. I love that guy there you go. Uh, what do you do in Longoria same thing as Chuck same yeah. thing as Chuck alright yeah. yeah. right. I want to be known alright we can, we can see <laughs> the ethical bunch of the group here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the ethical no, folks are in Studio A. The uh, the uh, attention hogs are in Studios B and C. Sanjay, great job as always. Sanjay, by the way, folks, if you didn't know it, because uh, you don't listen to the Mark Aram Show, he is the official accountant of the Mark Aram Show. You can find him on Facebook, Brass Tax Accounting. Have a good day, brother. You bet. Take care. All right, there he goes. Little Sanjay, big Sanjay, sorry. Big Sanjay with Would You Rather. Back to 285 Talk with Mary... Mary, quite contrary. Welcome to the show. Hey, how are you, Mark? Excellent. What's going on?
6: Hey, being a Braves fan, do you remember Pascual Perez?
0: I do, and he could not get to Fulton County Stadium because he couldn't exit off of 285.
6: He was circling 285.
0: I can relate to that. I totally can relate to that. Um, Didn't
4: Harvey do the same thing?
0: I'm not sure, but he was—he's he, remembered for that. We, you know, bouncing off Sanjay, like he—he's uh, his notoriety. Rest in peace, by the way. We lost Pasquale not yeah. too long ago, but he'll, he'll perimeter Perez. Perimeter Perez. He will always be remembered for not getting to the ballpark and getting stuck on 285. Yeah. I when I when I first moved to Atlanta, I get off of I 75 downtown at 14th Street. The first time I'm in Atlanta, I'm going the wrong way down Spring Street. Oh, no. Yeah, so I can get it. Like, I was, I didn't know it was a one-way street, and all these cars are honking at me like, what the hell? Downtown Midtown Atlanta, nothing but one-way yeah, streets. Yeah, exactly. Nothing. So I can relate to Pasquale. Rest in peace. 285's 50th birthday. Your tales of woe and happiness. Next, 404-872-0750. Airman for Erickson on the evening news. 285 turned 50 today. Mark Aram and Mark McKay in studio for Eric Erickson taking your calls about 285 uh, Tales of Woe or Happiness. I'm assuming most of them are woeful. Bob joins us next on the show. Hello, Bob. Hey. Hey, buddy. I've got a quick story about a girl that I uh, went to tech with
3: who obviously never graduated because she had no sense of direction. And she was trying to give me directions uh, to her her house Mm -hmm. on Roswell Road. And I got kind of frustrated with her. I finally asked her, I said, well, tell me, is it, is it inside or outside the perimeter? She said, well, it depends on which way you're coming.
0: I was like, well, no, actually it doesn't. <laughs> Maybe, uh, no, I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to leave it there. Do you what I think is funny? So, like, 285, uh, I, and I love, what you know, whatever I drive around the country, and I'll see, like, a, I'm, I'm a traffic nerd, and it's like, take uh, I-14 to Chicago. And I'm like Oh, Chicago's on the sign, you know? And, like, oh, uh, Houston, Texas, off of I-whatever. New York City, I-95. It's like, oh, it's like, a, and then 285, it's like Greenville. <laughs> you know, it's like Chattanooga. Yeah, it, Greenville, Chattanooga, Birmingham. Birmingham, it's like, ah, eh, it's not really the same <laughs> the same, same panache. You know, it's like, "Oh, Chicago, that interstate takes you to Chicago." It's like, "Oh, Greenville." Do you think uh, people
1: still ask at the bar, "Are you ITP or OTP?" I don't is that, know. Is that but, a thing? But I, I don't,
0: Yeah, I, they will. I'm yeah. going to give you my solemn vow that I will never say ITP or OTP on a traffic report ever. Okay. My solemn my Sean Hannity solemn vow. Right, I will never say ITP or OTP. Joe, can you hang on through the news? Sure. All right, remind me of Joe's first long glory when we come back after right. Newsweather weather Traffic. Smiling's out. Thank you, Smiling. Oh, he's coming back. Look at this. He's coming back. He's gonna do some social media stuff. He's on all the platforms, he says. Four oh four eight seven two zero seven fifty, Airman for Erickson on WSB. The top one. Welcome back to the show. 539, 21 in front of six. Mark Aram with you till seven p.m. Then we start our debate coverage, the Dem debate here live on WSB Radio. Joined in studio by Mark McKay, who is obviously going to get star of the show because I don't know if you know this, or not one. You're not getting paid for any of this. I didn't know that. Yeah, we. Yeah. No, no. You maybe get a I take advantage day. of all the wonderful food that comes in here. <laughs> exactly. did, And you can, thank, you can thank Deb Green for that. Yes. Um, 50th birthday of I-285, your best and worst remembrances of the perimeter highway. Russell McMurray, the commissioner of the DOT, is going to join us in half an hour to discuss uh, 285's past, present, and future. Let's go back to Joe. We had to cut him off before the news. Joe, welcome back. How are you, sir? Hey, Mark. How are you? Excellent. What's uh, your, your 285 memories? What do you have?
4: 285, well, actually a couple of observations. You know, I travel a lot, 285, which is always terrible. And, and I travel out of state, South Florida, a good bit. And down in, they have a bunch of gridlock there, too, nothing like 285. But what they complain about, and this is the great thing about 285, uh, what they complain about down there is highway impalements. What? What's and a
0: highway impalement, Smiling?
1: Have, Sounds like debris. We don't, we that don't have up. that. Uh, does that mean debris that flies up and hits vehicles, or? That's exactly right. Huh. Good, good pick. Yeah, oh, so yeah, picks we're mind. not getting it. We're not getting impaled. We might have gun battles on on Roswell
4: Road, <laughs> but we don't have highway impalement. Yeah, the,
0: uh, that's that's the interesting.
4: Sec- the second observation, and 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 yeah, think on that. But the second
0: observation is uh, a question for you, baby driver: accurate or not? Um, it, it kind of made Atlanta police look, uh, like, uh, buffoons, uh, chasing the kid. Did you see the movie Baby Driver Smiling? No, I didn't. Filmed here in Atlanta. I like the movie. No. Yeah, I like the they movie. They did a
5: breakdown of the shots and yeah. if it actually lined up on a map. Pre- yeah. And it was pretty accurate. There was only like two things that were off.
0: Yeah, there's one that sticks out. The, the north side of 285 was way off. That he but went all to.
5: the, all the in-city yeah. stuff was pretty close. Yeah, the close. in-city yeah. was
0: pretty close. Uh, I, I talked about this morning on Channel 2 Action News, um, Imagine if 285 wasn't built. Atlanta would be a whole different city. Oh, yeah. Forget about all the trap. There, That would have limited our growth. It totally would have limited our growth, which might have been a good thing. Guys like me, Longoria, and Loti might not have moved down here. <laughs> right. But if there wasn't 285, you think of the traffic impact. Atlanta wouldn't have grown as quickly as it had without that without that perimeter. Because look at all the communities that popped up. You mentioned... Sandy Springs in Dunwoody. Everything's named perimeter. perimeter, yeah, center, absolutely perimeter right, hole, yeah, absolutely right. Absolutely uh, right. Snowman, one of our favorite traffic troopers, joins us on the show. What's up, buddy? Priest brothers, welcome to Speak to Mark and Mark. <laughs> I talk to you every morning. Smiling, it doesn't get oh, to hear you as much.
6: Of course. Hey, real quick, I got to get with you on the side on some baseball cards you may like. All right. But, you got you got my yeah, number. Yep. Uh, back in my younger days, when I was a first responder. There was, uh, you know, you got to do medical training. So the instructor was talking about babies. And we will come across people having babies oh, on yeah. 285 because birds and the bees, and that's what happened. Exactly. Well, of course, the question came up what well, you see on the radio? Well, the instructor, being a total sarcastic, was saying catcher's net. Well, the loudmouth in the room goes, no, 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 that'll never happen. You'll never find me trying to catch a baby. Less than two days later, 285 at Roswell, the young gun is sitting there. Oh, my gosh, we got a baby coming. We need an ambulance. And the dispatcher asked, how far along is she?
0: All you heard was him scream, catcher's mitt. It's here. It's here. And that baby was named Roswell Road. Uh, No, Roswell (laughs) Road. Rick joins us on the Mark Aram Show. What's going on, Rick? Hey, Mark. Doing good. How are you? Excellent. What you got on your mind?
7: Uh, Yes, this was uh, potentially a foe situation, but actually it turned out pretty good in the end. But this was in the early 80s, and uh, my wife and I were headed over to, uh, I believe, Cumberland. To do some Christmas shopping. So it was about seven or eight PM on a uh, Friday evening and we had a Chevrolet Chevette.
0: Ooh, one of my it's favorites. Small
7: little <laughs> Chevette. Oh yeah. And uh we were in the uh, I think the far right lane and all of a sudden the timing belt just breaks. Oh. So the so there's no power, no headlights, nothing, no steering brakes, nothing. So you've got just just a couple of seconds to make a decision either to stall in the right lane and just sit there, and you, you have to remember, back then there was no such thing as, as dot hero squad or chap squad. Sure, yeah. So you're on your own, and so I look back over my left shoulder and there's nothing in three, three or four lanes, so I just coast back over to the left shoulder. But that was the only place you could pull off was on the left, so... Fortunately, there was nothing, and I, and we were able to make it all the way back across 285 and stall in the shoulder. Thing. Rick,
0: survive 285. We need T-shirts. I survived 285. I like Happy birthday, Perimeter Highway. Coming back with more of your calls, Mark McKay and Mark Arum in studio. And for Eric Erickson, a 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Mark McKay, Mark Aram in studio, and for Eric Erickson with you till 7, discussing the 50th birthday of I-285 and your remembrances, good and bad, of the Perimeter Highway. Martha joins us on the program. Hello, Martha. Hello. What's going on? How can I help you?
6: Not a lot, but thanks for all you do. I wanted to tell you my story of 285 okay. in the fall of 1969 when it first opened. It took me a couple of days to get up the nerve to drive on it. First of all, I was in my early 20s, and I hadn't been driving all that long. And when I did get on it, I went about 14 miles every morning and frequently saw fewer than six cars.
0: Wow. Two I lanes guess. at that time, is that right, circling right. the same yeah. lanes. Wow. Two lanes in each direction. And then it went to four lanes, and then in the Olympics around 96, they added to five lanes in most areas. Right. That would have been something. I could, I mean, just. I don't. I'm not going to guess your age, Martha. But I would imagine you've been around Atlanta a long time. The transformation you've seen. Not just talking about 285, but the city as a whole. Mark talking about how you know Buckhead was farmland at one point, and you know we used to fly in the chopper. We wouldn't go north of Alpharetta ever. Right. North of Roswell, rarely. And and just the the growth and the explosion is crazy.
6: It is totally a different world. I could have never dreamed when I moved here in 1965 that I'd still be here or that it would be the the really big city that it is now.
0: Well, we're glad you stayed, Martha, and thank you for listening.
6: Well, thank you, and thank you for all you do again.
0: Thank you so much, ma'am. Uh, Drake's in Woodstock. Drake, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. How's it going out there? What up, brother? Uh,
6: man, going back,
4: 1966. Uh... 285 had been graded, but it was not paved yet. And uh, me and a couple of friends, uh, after school, we'd go out there, uh, ride our bikes up and down 285. And On the freeway? And we didn't know it was called 285. Wow. Yeah. And uh, the only other thing out there, this was out in Tucker. Yeah. So Vista Road was like a little two-lane country road. hmm your WSB radio tower was the only thing out there. That's right. That's what Scott, That's right.
0: Scott mentioned Scott Slade mentioned that this morning. The the big old. So what I want to do is, Mylon, let's do this this winter over Christmas break. Mm-hmm. I want you and I and Doug to get together. Doug, you listening? Third. All right. Third. So so this winter we're going to get together for a long weekend, and we're going to write a book about I two eighty five. Not only with all our stories and everything, but I want on every exit. Four dining options that we recommend. You we can know? easily do that. Yeah, so like uh, 285 at uh, Pace's Ferry. What are four uh, dining options there? And 285 at La Vista Road. What are four? That way, so it's the it's the driver and eater's guide to the perimeter highway. You guys down for that?
7: That'd be tough or Clark Howell.
0: Hmm, yeah, <laughs> there might not be. Hot dogs stay there once in a while. George is in Decatur. George, welcome to the show. Hey,
6: thanks for taking my call. What's up, buddy? Hey, listen, back
0: in the early 60s, um, when they were just making on 285. George, they're playing me off. Can you hang on? I got you. All right. I got I to gotta stick close to the Erickson clock, smiling. Can't go long. Jay Black's yelling, 40, 4-0. <laughs> uh, when we come back, Russell McMurray, commissioner of the DOT, will join us to talk about 285, past, present, and future. Aram in for Erickson. On WSB, on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Arum, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. Back after this. Welcome to the show and a good Tuesday eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there. It's 6.08, 8 minutes after 6 o'clock. I'm with you till 7, but. We'd have some breaking news maybe at 6.30 Longoria. Nancy Pelosi is scheduled to hold a press conference. We're not exactly sure what she's going to be talking about, but it seems big enough that we're going to carry it live. So we might have an abbreviated second half hour of the show, then the Democratic debate tonight at 7. Chris Chandler will anchor our coverage, but joining me live in studio uh, aside from the normal bananas like Deb Green, Longoria, and Loti, is smiling Mark McKay. Honorary
1: banana.
0: Airborne traffic reporter for Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade as we celebrate the 50th anniversary. No, the 50th birthday. I'm going to call not a birthday, not an anniversary, of I two eighty five. It opened on this date back in nineteen sixty nine. Uh, sources tell me the man that f- first put the shovel into the ground to uh, open the construction back in fifty eight was a a young last name Russell McMurray. He joins us now live on the Mark Aram Show. The Commissioner of the Department of Transportation in Georgia. How are you, sir? I'm doing great Mark, but I assure you I wasn't thinking about transportation <laughs> in nineteen sixty nine. Amen. So it's it's what a what a weird ride it's been. Fifty years for two eighty five. Let's talk about the past, the present, and the future of the perimeter highway.
8: Absolutely. It's hard to imagine what Metro Atlanta would be without two eighty five. So fifty years ago the population of Atlanta was a little under two million people. Today Metro Atlanta is pushing six million people. They're going to go to 8.6 million by the year of 2050. We're told. So, can you imagine without 285 that all the traffic would have to come in and out of the city each and every day? It's just unmanageable. I, I think Triple Team traffic would have more than a handful each day trying to deal with that kind of traffic.
0: I, I think, and I, I said this earlier in the show. You know, forget about the traffic implications without 285. Atlanta doesn't become the international city it's become because we had so much growth around the perimeter. It really, uh, you know, blossomed and added another layer to to Metro Atlanta. And I think, you know, if 285 wasn't built, we don't have the Atlanta we have today.
8: I agree. And just thinking about when it was built, it was pretty much raw land and just was a really rural area. And it was 20 years later in 1989 when it went from two lanes in each direction to four lanes in each direction. And then the growth continued, talking about international city. The Olympics of 96 certainly brought rural focus to the city. Mm-hmm. And at that point, was it was widened to five lanes, which is basically shoehorned in everywhere we could fit a lane back in 96 to get ready for the Olympics. So you can see 20 years before you got additional lanes and then just a short seven years later to get to what we know it as today, and obviously a lot more work since 96 in and around the perimeter as well.
0: Mark Aram and Mark McKay talking to Georgia Department of Transportation Commissioner Russell McMurray on the 50th birthday of I-285. Commissioner
1: McMurray, what about uh, the future of this highway? It's, it's called Atlanta's bypass, but for so many, it is a, it's a commute that they deal with uh, sometimes begrudgingly morning and afternoon. What, what does the future look like for the perimeter highway, sir? Well thanks, Mile.
8: And obviously the future is we have to be ready for this continued population growth. And our vision for the future is building the express lanes in and around the two eighty five from I twenty on the west side all the way to I twenty on the east side and making connections to the express lanes up on I seventy five in Cobb and Cherokee County and we're getting underway with adding express lanes up four hundred and also tying into the existing express lanes on eighty five. So The future is a little different than continuing to build new lanes because we know that we can't just continue to build new lanes uh, and try to solve this traffic issue that you guys see every day from the Skycopter. And so we have to approach it differently, and we're building on the success that we've had up in Cobb and Cherokee Counties those
0: express lanes the, the amazing success of yeah. the the northwest express lanes uh russell mcmurray commissioner of the dot joins us here on 95.5 wsb there's just no land to to expand 285 you know to widen it right i mean there's just no way to to widen that perimeter highway
8: that's right mark as you look around as you drive under overpasses and interchanges today you can see there's just nowhere to expand and so as we've done on the express lanes and up in the Cobb and Cherokee, we, we build up sometimes, and sometimes it's under uh, overpasses and interchanges to minimize the additional right-of-way. Instead of expanding wider, you just try to go vertical where you can to save that precious right-of-way and not to impact uh, the people, the you know business and residents all along 285 as when it was built, it was rural, but now it's been filled in as, as we've continued to grow here in Metro Atlanta.
0: I think I heard Scott Sully this morning say uh, the construction cost back in 69 was $80 million for the, uh, the entire 285 uh, circle around the city. Uh, obviously, that's $1969. We're in 2019. Uh, it's it's going to be a costly project going forward and, and a lengthy project, right? I mean, this is going to take a while to get the, uh, the toll lanes done on the perimeter.
8: Absolutely. So it was took about ten or eleven years to to build two eighty five and originally. And again, there was no traffic to deal with. You were just building a new lane, new lane. So uh, we have quite a challenge in front of us. It's going to take literally you know six to eight years to work through the process of uh, beginning the process of the design and ultimately constructing express lanes in and around two eighty five and up four hundred. So. The good news is we're on the journey, uh, and we're moving forward with that, that process now. But it will take time. Uh, obviously, we try to do it so to have the least disruption of traffic as possible. And I think you saw a pretty good example of that as we built the northwest corridor on 75 and Cobb and Cherokee. And obviously working on a very busy interchange now at 285 and oh, 400 yeah. <laughs> in the in the mix of everything.
0: Talking to Georgia DOT Commissioner Russell McMurray on the Mark Aram Show, the 50th birthday of I-285. We've been taking calls all show, uh, Commish, about uh, crazy moments on 285. Obviously, Pascual Perez uh, not being able to get to Fulton County Stadium, (laughs) babies being born, snowmageddon. Uh, Anything stick out uh, as far as memories for you about I-285?
8: well i think the recent money graph was certainly got national <laughs> attention uh you know that's a pretty uh nifty thing when you can get paid for driving on 285 <laughs> i don't think that's what anybody had in mind and certainly uh didn't endorse people taking their lives at, at their own risk to, to grab that money but yeah pascal perez was a great story i think any braves fan remembers that and ultimately ended up with a jacket with i-285 on the back but uh Snowmageddon was a tough Mm -hmm. thing. And you're talking about, you know, there was, uh, you know, uh, pregnancies going on and labor. And, you know, that was certainly not a a great day to remember or or a couple of days there. But, uh, you know, 2 million people a day use 285. And to give some perspective to that, there's 14 states that have less than 2 million people in them. Shout out Montana, Chuck. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I'm not naming names, but... uh, but if you think about that, you know, that's just on one of our roadways. And so uh, we re- we forget often about how big of, a again, a world-class city Atlanta is. And when you're moving 2 million people on one roadway or just, for instance, at 285, 400, there's almost 450,000 vehicles that go through that one intersection a day. Uh, you know, it gives perspective about uh, what a challenge we have and why we're reviving it. Uh, revive it and growing city as well
3: and the
1: truck traffic as well that says a lot about uh, we when we fly and we we see all the truck traffic on there and you know if you've done this for a little while you know where the economy is and a lot of commerce comes through uh, and around atlanta because of 285 russell
8: mark you're right i mean the the largest freight traffic or the amount of tractor trailers is right above 285 at 75 right there in that windy hill area for all the tractor trailers coming around the west side of 285 from the Cobb county side and then where they merge together at i-75 there that is over 20,000 tractor trailers a day just in that one location which is expounding and that's what really part of what 285 was built for was to get the truck traffic out of downtown can
0: you can you imagine that amount of tractor trailers through the downtown connector. I would never be able to get to the Varsity on time. It just wouldn't happen. I, I'd be la- I'd be yep. late for my, uh, my slaw dog. Uh, Russell, real quick, um, if you're traffic nerds like Mark McKay and I, there's actually uh, at Perimeter Mall a 285 exhibit going on right now for a couple of days. Tell us about that real quick.
8: Absolutely. It's just a little bit of a, sort of a pop-up display that has a lot of the history and the photos of 285 being built and in its early days and a little bit of the widening back in – the late 80s when Spaghetti Junction was built, for instance, and I, I remember that vividly coming in and out of the city of seeing that great work back then. And, and and what's neat to look at those displays over at Perimeter Mall, which is through the 19th, is just seeing how few cars are in those pictures. And some of them, there's no cars at all when it's open. I mean, it was pretty sparse. It's just hard to imagine 50 years ago what traffic was like and what we contend with today,
0: uh, Commissioner. Always a pleasure. Thanks for your time. Uh, pray for a mild winter. I don't want any uh, any more ice storms on the uh, on the freeways <laughs> this winter, buddy. That sounds great to us, too. All right, there he is, uh, Russell uh, McMurray, Commissioner of the Georgia Department of uh, Transportation, joining us on the Mark Aram Show on this 50th birthday. We didn't get a birthday cake, Deb Green. What happened? What's going on?
5: I'm sorry. I was (laughs) was busy last night.
0: (laughs) That's right. You couldn't bake last night. Yeah, my boss had
5: me drinking. Yeah, exactly right. All
0: right, back to the phones with your 285 Tales. George is in Decatur. George, what do you have? Hey, thanks for taking
6: my call. I appreciate it. Uh, I guess it's called the M M&M and M show now. Mark. That's right, exactly. <laughs> Peanut M and Ms. Yeah. Hey, listen. Back in the back in the early '60s, uh, when I was in high school, we used to go out by Greenbar Mall while they were building the mall on two eighty five at Camp Creek to Washington Road, and uh, we would take all our hot cars out there on Friday and Saturday night and uh, have races and uh we were all going southbound of course there were no, really no exits so you had to turn around in 285 and come back northbound but we didn't have to worry about anything the police didn't patrol out there back then so it was a it was a hot friday or saturday night on 285 back in the 60s
1: <laughs> now a hot Friday or Saturday night is construction. You yeah, might get caught. Exactly in,
0: right? right, and and that's the thing. Uh, I mean, because it's fifty years old, there's you got to make improvements. You got to yeah. continually make improvements to make sure the pavement is good. And I think that the DOT's done a good job of keeping 285 in tip top shape. Oh, f- <laughs> Dad, now I forgot. I wanted to ask <laughs> Russell a, a favor. <sighs> What's that? The north side traffic light at Bellmead Road. That's a state route. They they put up a flashing yellow to turn left onto Bellmead off of North Side, yeah. and it worked for like three months. Now the flashing yellow, they don't use it; it's always red. I don't think he gets any personal requests. Dag ever, Nabbit! I had, had my one shot to get that fixed. Uh, <laughs> we're going to come right back. Mark Aram and Mark McKay, fiftieth uh, birthday of two eighty five continues on WSB. All right, we're waiting a press conference from Nancy Pelosi. We'll bring it here live. Might be big breaking news, and then debate coverage continues at seven. Uh, let's get some two eighty five calls. Jason and Marietta. First off, Jason, are you a fan of the Eagles? Uh, like the uh, the Emory Eagles or the uh, the band the, Eagles? the band the Eagles? Uh, I mean, yeah, you, yeah, why not? All right, do you want do you want to go to see the Eagles concert? Absolutely. All right, Deb Green, what does he want?
5: Eagles at State Farm Arena in February, playing Hotel California in full with an orchestra.
0: All right, so hang on the line because we got to go to a break. Chuck's going to get some info from you, but uh, we're going to give you some Eagles tickets. I still have some Hawks tickets to give away as well. We'll see what the Speaker of the House does to the rest of my show. Uh, smiling, you're relieved. You can get out of here, buddy. Talk to you bright and early in the morning. Go, uh, you know what? Dinner on me. We can't pay you but dinner on me. Ooh, what are you getting us? Uh well oh, smile. I mean, look how skinny he looks now. It's yeah. unbelievable. I'm here till Sheep. one though. It's very nice. Yeah, oh it's my, oh, Longoria's Hill to one, that's oh. right. I'll bring you in some enchiladas, my friend. <laughs> uh news weather and traffic and a uh breaking press conference from the speaker of the house. You'll hear it live here on the Mark Aram show. Uh we'll be back after this uh ninety five point five WSB, Atlanta's news and talk.
6: Hey, this is Rosie Perez, and you're listening
0: to The Mark Arum Show. Welcome back to the program. It is 640. I spilled Coke. Jack nabbit. Mark Arum, Deb Green, Longoria, Lochi with you till 7. Then Chris Chandler, Jamie Dupree, Bill Crane will do uh, a little Democratic pre-debate coverage at 7. Then 8 o'clock, we'll bring the debate live. We are awaiting this Nancy Pelosi press conference. I don't know what she's going to say, but apparently it's something big. So when that happens, we'll pop into it, Longoria. You know how to pop into that, right? We'll pop into that live. Uh, Talking about the 50th birthday of 285, Roger joins us in Flowery Branch. Roger, welcome to the show, my friend. Yes. Hey, Rog, welcome to the show, buddy. Has anybody mentioned when the bridge at Spaghetti Junction fell? The bridge at Spaghetti Junction fell. When did that happen? While it was under construction. Oh, no, I did not know about that. Tell me about it.
10: Well, it happened
0: at night. Uh, The... Uh, several months later,
10: I heard an executive of the construction company talking about it at a uh, Society of Professional Engineers meeting. Mm-hmm. And uh, they he wasn't owning up to any sort of cause. They didn't know, supposedly. But it happened at night, the night of their company Christmas party, and nobody was on site.
0: Oh, my goodness. Did anyone get hurt?
10: No, no one was on site. uh, uh the local police got a phone call from somebody in the neighborhood saying, I don't know what it was, but it sounded big. Those uh, those bridges are constructed with a hollow concrete beam underneath. Okay. And most likely what happened is the rainstorm that night leaked water into the form.
0: Kind of like a stucco house.
10: Well, kind of like, um, well, it, the... Uh, the scaffolding underneath was designed to support the weight of the concrete and the reinforcing rods as it as it cured, but if the form just filled up with rainwater all in one spot,
0: uh, the scaffolding... I'm gonna, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to investigate that, Roger. I had no idea. I thought I was pretty well-versed in uh, the history of Atlanta traffic. I did not know about that. David's in Conyers. David, welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing, Mark? What's going on, buddy? Hey, I'm tuning kind
4: of late, and I'm actually stuck in traffic out here on 285. Did anybody fitting. mention the story about the
8: uh the Braves chair that was lost and was going in circles? Yeah, here on back Pro- in the probably
0: 80s. the most famous story about 285 yeah. is that Pasqual Perez story, uh, who was trying to get to Fulton County Stadium for his start and just kept going round and round, round we go yeah, on 285 right. and never got there. And and apparently they the Braves made him a jacket. Instead of his jersey number, it had I 285 on the back. I can relate to that. Well, again, when I first moved to Atlanta, the, I got off the interstate and I went the wrong way down Spring Street. I went north in the southbound lanes. And I I didn't know what was going on. And I was driving a big U-Haul, too. It wasn't like I was in a little car. I was in a big u and people were honking at me like, damn, Yankee. They still do that, though, to this day. Bruce is in Smyrna. Bruce, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, how are you doing, Mark? What's going on, sir?
4: Well, let's see. Uh,. My first experience with I285 was about uh 19 and um 1962. That's when uh, I285 only ran from I85 on around the north side over to uh Highway 41.
0: Well, I don't even think it was completed at that point, right? Uh cuz it said it no, opened. That's, open that's and...
4: all that that was existed, you know, at that time. And uh I was a runner in high school and our uh, coach uh Got us on a long-distance training program from uh, uh, a coach from New Zealand that uh, he promoted running 100 miles a week. So I went to Northside High School and uh, real quick, uh, Bruce,
0: we got to run, buddy. Okay. <laughs> All right, thank you, Bruce. Uh, we do have to run. We're waiting for Nancy Pelosi's press conference, the Democratic debate. A lot going on in the Mark Aaron Show. Back after this. Final segment of the Mark Aram show at six fifty two, and then I'm going to make way for uh, Chris Chandler, Jamie Dupree, Bill Crane for some pre debate coverage. 285's birthday continues the celebration with Roger and Flowery Branch. Hey, Rog. I was talking earlier about the bridge collapse. <laughs> I know, Rog. Hang on, uh, Chuck's going to get your info. I got. I got to get other calls on, buddy. Chef Williams, Chef, what's going on?
9: Hey, buddy, how's it going?
0: Excellent. How are you doing?
9: Uh, second
6: traffic at right, normal. I spend 60 miles a day on 285.
0: Oh, bless your heart, my friend. Bless uh, my your heart.
6: My first experience with 285 is on the south side. I wrecked my car and hydroplane the entire ramp coming from 285 around 85 to Riverdale Road.
0: That is not blessed at I all. all. About 90
6: miles an hour to and a hydroplane slammed into the wall, flipped upside down, and just rolled the wall all the way
0: around. Unbl- hey, Chef, are you a basketball fan by any chance? I am. All right, hang on the line. We're going to give you some uh, Primo Hawks tickets. What did he win? Yeah,
5: four tickets to go check out the Hawks home opener Saturday, October 26th against the Orlando Magic. Wait, that's the home opener tickets? Home opener. Dag nabbit. I would have taken them.
0: As long as it's not the Spurs tickets, I don't care. You're not getting any Spurs tickets. Justin's pretty happy about something. Chuck, uh, tell Roger I love him on line one and give Chef William tickets on line two. (laughs) I I said to tell Roger I love him and Chuck hung up on him. But uh, Chef William did win Hawks tickets, though. That, don't hang up on him. Charlie's up next to the Mark Aaron Show. Hey, Charlie. Hey. Uh, back in the mid-70s, about
4: 1973, 74, when I was 15 years old, I worked for DeKalb County Sanitation. This was back before they had curb service. Mm-hmm. And one of the, my best memories of 285 is riding on the back of them garbage trucks, hanging onto a rail, doing 60 to 70 miles an hour around 285. On Did the back you? En- of them garbage trucks. Did you enjoy being a garbage man? Oh yeah! the The thing was, uh, our motto was, "We made thirteen dollars an hour and all you could eat."
0: Oh, okay. Damn it. I uh, that that I don't know how it is down here, but uh, up in New York, garbage men made a hundred thousand dollars a year when I was a kid.
5: I had a friend who was a garbage man. He loved it. Yeah. He thought it was amazing. I think yeah. I think
0: if you if you if you dig the gig, you dig it. Like the, my garbage man seemed to enjoy it. Every time I see him, I'm walking the dogs. Like, hey, what's going on? Yeah, all-you-can-eat for free, Longoria. <laughs> Lance is in Stockbridge, Georgia. Lance, welcome to the Mark Aram Show.
6: Yeah, it was an eastbound twin-engine uh, McDonnell Douglas prop plane, and uh, he was trying to make it to the east East runway, and he, he tried to land on the eastbound 285, and he didn't make it, he clipped a car and went up the embankment and landed right on top of Moreland Avenue. Ooh,
0: when was this?
6: Um, I, I would estimate it was about 1970.
0: Wow. All right. So that's before there. my time. Yeah.
2: Yeah. My dad worked for general motors and he was approaching the bridge there two eighty five. He said it was lit up like a Christmas tree, but the end story is the fuselage sat for almost, I know a couple of years across from the Rio Vista on Moreland Avenue. it just sat there.
0: Just, just hanging yeah. out. Like like a landmark. Like a landmark. All right. Appreciate it, Lance. Some more 285 facts, Deb Green. Uh, You heard Russell McMurray. This this blows my mind. Two million people a day drive on 285.
5: I can definitely see that. Yeah.
0: I, I mean, that's the one thing. My schedule is really wacky. But I never have to get on 285 and deal with traffic. When I'm on 285, it's on the weekend or, you know, off hours. So that's crazy. Um, in It opened in 1969, 50 years ago. Uh, it was two lanes in each direction, 64 miles around the city. Construction began back in 58. So they they banged out a whole thing in 11 years, which isn't too bad. Uh, in 1989, it widened to four lanes in each direction. In 96, five lanes in each direction for most of the route. And uh, the Georgia Department of Transportation uh, recognized that more needed to be done for regional mobility instead of just adding lanes. That is why they're going to do those toll lanes. And there's no more room. I mean, in some areas there's room for more lanes on 285. Not but
5: much. On
0: the north side perimeter? <laughs> Not at all. There's just no more room, Longoria. No more room at the end. Why don't you double stack?
5: I think that's what they're, they're trying to do, right? Like go up.
0: Like in Austin? Austin yeah. has a double stack. Yeah, just throwing that out there. I'm, I'm trying to think of. Uh, hungry the, now? The, was it. it? About- Ooh, yeah, yeah, double I, stack. Is it, is it the Wendy's double stack? <laughs> uh, yeah. I Maybe that's Maybe that's what I am thinking. I am so hungry right now. This yeah, Erickson shift is just killing my uh, dietary habits, which have already been great. Um, Longoria, let's do Star of the Show while we got it. While well, we got a chance. And
8: now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the
0: Show? Luis Severino starting pitcher for the new york no i'm just kidding uh mark mckay is going to get star of the show uh because he he sat in here for most of the show and he's getting nothing for it nothing honey uh we're still waiting for nancy pelosi's alleged press conference but uh until then chris chandler is going to take over this microphone at seven do democratic debate coverage pre-debate coverage with bill crane and Jamie dupree and then after the debate, longoria and alan sanders here till one in the morning that's fantastic That's fine. I'm going to wake up and listen to you guys doing post-debate coverage. Full analysis tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade. Uh, We'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. Have a good night, everybody. Don't go to sleep.